All right, welcome, welcome to our podcast. I'm Kenny. And I'm Adrian. And uh, today we're going to be talking and answer the question, how does LA fulfill and nurture the values of romanticism? We're going to be talking about nature and emotion imagination as romantic beliefs. And uh, we're going to be talking about how LA has people, attitudes, and places that help to support uh, romanticism. Uh, We're also going to be using... Uh, things from a collective love letter, La La Land, the movie, and various articles uh, found on LAists. So, uh, which one do you want to talk about first, nature or emotion imagination? Um, you can go ahead first and go with nature. All right, nature. Um, so nature is a pretty like interesting thing. So, Kenny, how is nature a romantic belief? Uh, nature is a romantic belief, like in the way that it's it's true beauty it's an escape from reality it's healing to the body so how is nature healing though uh nature is healing because like because like as you heard in the definition it's an escape and it heals you it's just like a good thing to just get away and focus on yourself for a little bit and uh yeah all right um, I have another question for you. How does LA offer support for nature as a romantic belief? Um, LA has a lot of places, like it got a lot of good nature spots. Uh, we have beaches, state parks, um, things like that. LA has those places, but how? Um, there's a lot of interesting places, like such as uh, Griffith Park. Um, you can also go to like many of the beaches along the coast. Uh, more relaxing ones are like here in our three beaches, Hermosa, Redondo, and Manhattan. Uh, they're really nice places. They're calm. They're not as wild as like Venice Beach or places like that. Okay. So we talked about examples in class. Would you give me one? Uh, yeah, La La Land, like Griffith Park, like I said. Um, that's where, uh, Seb and Mia went to have a, uh, good, like, talk about their relationship and their love and, like, just a good spot to do that in was Griffith Park. Um, so my final question is, all right, you can talk about movies, but give me a real life example if there are any. Um... A good real-life example is from a collective love letter, um, specifically Rajana Kishore, uh, her explanation. Uh, She talked about the different trees and the flowers and how they're very beautiful to her. I got that she's talking about nature, but how is it romantic? Uh, It's romantic because, like, it's not a traditional romance but it's a romance with nature like she's in love with nature and her surroundings and she was just able to truly like reflect on the beauty of nature uh that's like mostly all about uh nature i'm gonna ask you about So we talked about nature. Uh, I want you to tell me a bit about emotion and imagination in terms of romantic beliefs. So emotions and imaginations, the definition 
is feelings take priority over logic and facts and desire or will as personal motivation. Uh, all right. Well, why would feelings take over like someone's logic? Like, it, like most people tell you like not trust your heart because your heart could put you in the wrong place. Like, why would someone do that? Sometimes it's a uh, in the heat of the moment, or it's uh, impulse of doing that is what you you feel like over what would be the right thing to do or the smart thing. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, in class, we talked a bit about David Hockney. Um, how is David Hockney using emotion and imagination over logic in his uh, artwork? So a little background is David Hockney, um, he took a risk using his imagination of becoming a famous artist rather than logically thinking. Alright, so like what was what was Hockney's goal? Like why like like what was what was he trying to accomplish? So like I said, he wanted to become a famous artist and everybody who told him Everybody said you couldn't do it. It was crazy to move from New York to Los Angeles. But he took that risk. He said, no, I'm going to do it. And he ended up becoming a famous artist. All right. All right. So I want to ask you another question. We went over this in class also. Um, it was the first article uh, in the links, I believe, and had to do with this guy named Eric. Uh, what was Eric thinking when he was sending postcards to people? So, a little background on this also was Eric was sending postcards with his artwork to immigrants who have been detained. So, Eric's attempt at giving the detained immigrants hope using his was using he was using his emotions um, over his over logic and over what be not the right thing, but what would actually help like what what was he trying to achieve like um eric's main goal that he was trying to achieve was spark a little bit of hope in the detained immigrants um in their morale and just trying to raise the morale um rather than because he knew that they probably the postcards and his artwork wasn't going to help them get out but at least look at the bright side of it Okay, okay. Uh, those are the only two topics we have here. A uh, bit of a closer. So, how do you feel about nature as a romantic belief? Um, I think nature can spark a lot of um, creativity in someone's mind. And that's what L.A. kind of... That's like what L.A. holds. is It lets people be free. It lets them be creative it lets them they're able to stand out without any judgment all right uh, i'm gonna ask you the same question but for emotion and imagination so emotion and imagination there's a lot of um la has a very welcoming and um very open feel to it that a lot of places might not have so that's why david hockney and eric they both had that idea of um of just being unique and standing out compared to everybody else holding back they knew la gave them that opportunity to stand out uh okay so you're saying that it's the attitudes and places in la that help with nature and emotional imagination yeah exactly 
All right. Um, That's all the time we have for today, folks. Thanks for listening. We will catch you in the next one. We're signing off.